Hello, Tiffany. <laughs> How are you? Happy Monday. Wow, we're playing our theme song in the background. It just wasn't kicking in today. It was not. And you had it all planned. And you're I was all looking. Set, I'm, flipping, you're all ready. I'm flipping switches. Everything is good. Okay, and Rusty's at the window staring at me, rolling his eyes, not knowing what's going on. That's all right. You know what it's all about, Christy? Oh, Christy. I'm sorry. Oh, there you go. Uh, you know what it's all about, Tiffany? It's all about having fun no matter what life throws at you, right? And luckily, the listeners didn't have to listen to me sing the song. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, maybe maybe at the break, we'll just have you sing the song. How's that? Um, Or not. Or not. Or not. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so we'll work on that. We'll work on the theme song in another day. How's that? How about it? All right. Happy beautiful. Monday. Happy Monday to you, too. Yes. All right. Well, did you have a great weekend? It was very, very nice. I spent it the whole entire weekend with family. Beautiful. Want to shout out to my mom? There Hi, you go. Mom. Hello, <laughs> Tiffany's mom. Hi, mom. Love you. There you go. I, I hope she's listening to us. I hope she's loving us. Oh, okay. I know she's loving us. All right. Hopefully good. she's listening to exactly, us. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Fantastic. So uh, I had a great weekend, too. You know, I won an award, Tiffany. I believe it was Innovator. Innovator. I'll say the, I'll say the Please award. Please do, because there's I, more than one syllable. There you go. There you go. I was the Innovator of the Year in the Lake Zurich Area Chamber of Commerce. And may I ask what that means? Yes, you may ask. And what does that mean? There you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. What that means is that all of the other businesses throughout the entire Lake Zurich, the greater Lake Zurich area, uh, they choose... A small business, they chose mine, as somebody who just steps out of the norm, does something a little different, zigs oh. when everyone else is zagging, all right, and just going out of their way to make other people happy, I guess. Oh, so they wow. said, who else could do it other than Master Happiness, Marty Jalove, right? Marty Jalove and Bacon Bits. That's it. That's <laughs> it. So everyone loves the fact that uh, aside from just helping the small businesses, we're on the radio. Yes. And they said, you, you know what, Marty, you're already a winner because you get to spend every Monday oh. night with Tiffany. Oh. That's what they gosh, said. Gosh darn it. And they said, you're such a great suck up. We're going to give you the award. That's it. <laughs> Were you there? Were you there? Did you hear all that? Well, congratulations. You very much deserve it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, I'm very excited about it. It's just, it's always great to be recognized by peers yes. uh, for such a distinguished award. Very but cool. Anyway, anyway, uh, hello and uh, happy Monday to everyone out there. Uh, I am Marty Jalove uh, with Master Happiness, and I come at you every single Monday night right here on WRLR 98.3. The voice of Lake County. <laughs> there you go. You well, me. I come here every Monday. Tiffany's uh, in body is here. We'll have to see if if in mind if her mind is going to catch up. So we're going to try that one more time. Hi, I'm Marty with Master Happiness. I come at you every Monday night at 7 o'clock right here on WRLR 98.3. The voice of Lake County. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yes. I I don't feel complete unless I have Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> yes. There you go. Unless I have Tiffany right here by my side. This is Usually this is, you this, call me your bestest buddy, uh, and yeah, then right, right, I know right. that's the hint. I am going to I just have a funny feeling today's gonna be a great, great show. I could just see the, the vibes coming off <laughs> Tiffany. She is just just going crazy over there. Oh All gosh, right. I have my notes in my pen. You know what? You know what's the the best part, though, Tiffany. You know what I I love about this this duality, this partnership that we have, is that both of us are are really joyous people. We're we're happy people. I agree. Okay. Uh, granted, there's a lot of sadness that comes into our lives, right? That is true. Uh, and we allow ourselves to be sad. There are there's times that uh, we get afraid, and we allow fear to just come into our lives, and even anger sometimes. But what's important is that both of us, we've I believe. 
we've learned to say that that's part of life, all those other emotions. But we want to continue to, you know, to push ourselves towards happiness, right? Absolutely. And that's what this show is all about. Uh, it's about master happiness. It is. I am not saying that I am the master of happiness. Oh, I think I will say no, that. No, you can say that. You can say that. But all I'm saying is I am trying to master happiness as much as everyone else. And what I would like to do is share some of the shortcuts that I've learned throughout uh, my life with everybody. And that's what Bacon Bits right here is all about, is helping you navigate those paths of happiness. Uh, you know, we're only on this on this world for a short period of time. And we've got to enjoy every single day. We've got to enjoy every single hour. We've got to find a reason to smile and a reason to share those smiles with other people every single day. Every right? day. Exactly. Yes. That's why I am blessed to have Tiffany right here. Oh, my bestest buddy. There we go. <laughs> there. <laughs> and I'm blessed just as much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You just win a lot more awards than I do. Well, you know what? Because I enter more contests. That's all. <laughs> you know, if you entered the contest, then you'd be winning all the awards. <laughs> oh, that was good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so today, Tiffany, what I'd like to talk about is uh, we mentioned a little bit about anger. And I'd like to tackle that problem. A lot of people get angry. They know people who get angry. Sometimes we don't understand it. You know, somebody gets angry with us. We get we get confused. We get a little spooked. Like, oh, my God, why are they yelling at me? Why are they getting so upset? Road rage. Road rage. Perfect example of it. Yeah. We don't understand why everyone is so mad. And occasionally we have to stop and say, you know what? I don't understand why they're mad. There's probably a lot going on in their mind. A lot of things that are happening within them. A lot of things throughout their entire life that led them up to this moment. And this is how they are reacting. And I'm not going to say this is how they're choosing to react. It's this is how they're acting right now because their body, their mentality, everything about them told them this is how you are going to react at this moment based on this circumstance. And you might just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time that, and that person decides to have that. That is so true. So true. So the base, the, the bottom line when we get to it is fuses seem to be getting a little shorter today. Okay. Wouldn't you agree with that? I would agree 100%. Okay. Uh, maybe we've been cooped up a little bit too long. Uh, <laughs> you think so? Yes. Uh, maybe we've been uh, deprived of enough, you know, face-to-face -face social interaction. All right. We need that face-to-face. -face, we do need that. Right? Uh, or maybe we have just been stuck in an information overload filled with conflicting opinions that are just driving us crazy. Whew. We, yes. You buy into that? Ding, 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 I ding, mean, ding, Without ding. a doubt, there is just so much, there is so much going on in our lives when you really think about it that is pushing us further than we can handle. It's pushing us, giving us reasons to be afraid, giving us reasons to be sad, giving us reasons. It, it's definitely giving us reasons to be happy, but it's also giving us reasons to be angry. Yes. You know, people say things, people write things. Uh, it's one thing when people write things that we read and we go, oh, my God, this person just angers me. But it's also we have to think about sometimes people write things and we interpret them the way we want to interpret them, the way we're thinking, and we feel angry, and we may be angry for the wrong reasons, okay? So it's a combination of people make us angry and something within us allows ourselves to be angry. We allow all these other outside influences to drown us, to push us down, and then we're just waiting like a volcano, waiting to just burst through the ground. And it just takes that one little thing, somebody just saying the the one right thing or the wrong thing at the wrong time. Or the wrong look. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> it God. It could be just a look like, 
Did you see how he just looked at me? It could be anything. Think yeah. about, uh, you ever see, there was a movie, uh, actually there's been a couple of movies, one with Russell Crowe and one with Michael Douglas a while ago, uh, about that, that rage that every single thing in these people's lives, these guys, every single thing in their lives were just falling apart. Everything was just tumbling down. You know, they lost their wives, they lost their jobs, they lost their self-respect, everything. And it was just that turning point where they're ready to explode and then just one more thing. Someone came over and pushed them one more time too hard. And in these movies, they just exploded. I, I can't I can't think of the movies, the, the titles of them, but one of them uh, is a more recent movie with Russell Crowe. Uh, <gasps> was he a truck driver? Yeah, he was a truck driver, or at least he was driving a big pickup truck or something, okay, something like that. Okay, something like that. Yeah, so that, and then a while ago, years ago, there was one with Michael Douglas. And I want to say it was called Road Rage or something. We'll see. Uh, any of our listeners out there are probably Googling it right now, and they're going to get us answers on what those names are, or or they're or they're just not going to. They're going to laugh at us and try to <laughs> see if we can come up with them on our own. But anyway, what I what it comes down to is this: is that we have so many things, not just currently, not these things like oh, life is beating me down. You know, the mortgage is too high, taxes have gone up, uh, the cost of milk is too high. Okay, my doctor says I can't have donuts anymore. Oh, it's just no. like yeah, exactly. It's all you know. My doctor has never said anything about donuts. He said I he said I should cut back on my bacon. But you know what I said? I'm saying I'm sorry, doctor. I didn't hear you. I'm leaving now. Okay, so. <laughs> So donuts, he never said anything about donuts. So donuts and bacon, delicious. Yeah. And there are some places that make bacon donuts. Oh, can you believe that? Yep. You know, that is heaven on earth. Heaven that is on it. Earth. That is it. For those of you out there who question the existence of heaven, have a bacon covered donut. Um, I there think the go. movie is called Falling Down. Boom. <laughs> there you go. Falling, Falling down. down with Michael Douglas. Did we get a year from that? Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Mark. Did Mark give us a year? Oh, for Pete's sake. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just throwing out the title, uh, he could have won a free T-shirt or, you know, a uh, a record or something. But, no, just giving us a title, he gets nothing. Okay? So, all right. There you go. So, anyway. Oh, God. Here we go again. Yes. I'm going to start laughing. There you go. Good, because you need a good laugh in you. All right. Let me see. I got something here. Uh Unhinged is the other movie. Oh, with Unhinged Michael, with Russell uh, Crowe. Russell Crow. Wow. I We've actually got... wanted to see that yes, one. I yes. thought that was kind of creepy. Yes, well, it is. There are both of them. And it's just that whole idea. Look at this. We have we have our audiences alive <laughs> and they're excited and they're helping us out here. Woo-hoo! Yes, yes. So anyway, you have to think about this, that when we're angry or we see somebody angry, the most important thing is to take a little bit of time. And ask ourselves, I mean, we've all been angry, right? Have you ever been angry? Not at all, no. All right. So (laughs) all us humans have been angry, all right? So (laughs) Tiffany, you know, perfect Tiffany has never been angry in her life, all right? So I don't know if Tiffany is that good of a liar or if she just forgets things so so quickly. (laughs) But anyway, for those of us who have seen anger or been angry in our life, we have to ask ourselves, what are the things that make us angry, right? Uh, Usually it's we are put into a state where uh, we things are happening that are beyond our control, right? Things are happening. We're just, oh, my God, like, stop this. Like, I can't stop this, and and I don't want this to happen. And uh, we allow that to affect us, and it, and it does affect us. We You can't hold that inside. Uh, the other thing is sometimes we get uh, angry when we are so afraid. We're backed into a corner. 
And fear is a good, uh, I mean, fear is, uh, is a terrifying thing, but it's important because we need fear to protect us from things. And then we, we need to allow fear to turn into anger to help us uh, escape a bad situation. Mm. That's why the, uh, the whole idea of when you are so afraid, we fall into that uh, flight, uh, flight, fight, fight, or freeze. Freeze. Okay. So we will either run away. In other words, we, we have an adrenaline boost and we run away, or we are ready to fight. We're angry enough, we're going to fight. Oh, there you go. That was scary. Okay. (laughs) So what we don't want to do is be so afraid that we freeze and we just sit still and we don't know what to do. You want to take some action on this. So uh, there are a number of different reasons why we we become afraid. And the reason I'm bringing this up is I want us to think about this. And everyone, take a moment. Tiffany, think about it. Take a moment and think about a moment that you were really angry. All right. At some point in time, you may have to go back a couple of years or something. What was it the key reason? What do you think? And you don't have to tell me what you're angry about, but do you think that you were angry because something happened beyond your control? Someone did something that you felt they shouldn't have done. In other words, they did it without your control. Uh, they hurt you in some way. You saw them hurt somebody else. Um, what would you think? It would be more of they didn't understand and assumed something. Okay. And that wasn't true. Okay. And that would make me angry. I would agree with it. If they, they, I don't know, they thought something of me that I didn't do, but they thought I did. Okay. And then they, they voiced it. Voiced it out or they, that would make me angry because they don't understand. They didn't get the full story. And, And see, and this falls in line with the same thing. So when someone says something like this, they're hurting you, but more so because they're saying it out loud, they're telling other people and they're taking that control away from you. So and this, it's wrong in the first right, place. Exactly. And so so you can't stop that. It's wrong. It, it's incorrect. And you're like, why are you doing this? Uh, and because we, we want to live a life with a certain amount of control. We want to live a life where we're feeling uh, that we have some control over our destiny. And when someone jumps into our life and does something in a negative way towards us, it's natural to feel anger. Okay. Now, do, are you familiar with the serenity prayer? Is that um Yes it uh, is. Okay. <laughs> um it, you, go you ahead. can't um stop oh, All right. I do How about it. this? Yes. Uh it's where uh, every religion and every great philosophy has uh the same type of sentiment, an idea, a saying, uh, a thought that goes along with this. And basically the serenity prayer is something like this is uh you know, Lord grant me the serenity to uh to understand or to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And when you think about it, that is so beautiful. This is this first step that we have to really understand, and we should all understand this. You don't have to understand the serenity prayer word for word. You have to understand the sentiment of the serenity prayer because this is the best way to approach anger. The idea of grant me the serenity to understand or to accept those things that I cannot change. Okay, there are so many things going on in life. Uh, I'm driving, somebody cuts me off in traffic. Okay, I can't change the fact that that person is driving erratically, right? Not at all. So I can allow myself to get very upset. And give them the finger. I could give them the finger, <laughs> yes. But I only have 10. I'm saving these for special occasions. Oh, okay. So I'm not just going to give them away. <laughs> all right? So I could do that. But instead, what I want to do And I practice it, and, you know, I'm human, so I fail as well. But I want everyone to think about this. When someone does something like that to anger you, 
we don't know what their reason is. And it doesn't matter what the reason is. What they did, what we're talking about right now is how they made you feel. And so would you rather feel angry at that moment or would you rather feel serene? That's that's simple. And I don't know of anyone who says, I want to feel anger. I was like, wow, if that's your answer, then there's probably uh, some therapists, counselors or something or that would to love, the show love every to week. talk to you. Yes, you can <laughs> listen to the show. That would be a good start. But we want to feel serene. We want some peace in our life. So when someone does something, and I'm just going to use the road rage because you brought that up and that's the perfect example, is just let it go. Okay. The person cuts you off. It's okay. Let's say the person cuts you off and you ended up being a minute late for wherever you're going. All right? That's it. You can't blame that person who cut you off for making you a minute late because you might have, you should have maybe left a little earlier. Okay. What if you get a, um, a fender bender? If, if let's say, the, the person hits you. Okay. Again, at that point in time, I truly believe in the idea of counting your blessings. Okay, so if you're alive at that time, if you're still okay, if you're still fine with this, all right, and it's going to be taken care of, think of those things. If it's worse than that, somebody plows into you, okay, it's called an accident for that reason. Okay, what if they they hit you and they don't have insurance? Okay, before we even go there, <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. But you have to understand, it's called an accident for that reason. It's not called an on purpose. Okay, now if somebody hits you on purpose, that's a whole different uh, idea. Like, what? I don't know what was going on. But if you get into an accident, somebody does this. Uh, yes, it's awful. It's terrible. I mean, just even if even if everyone's okay and everyone, you know, nobody gets hurt, but the cars have to go and get taken care of. It's it takes time out of our lives, and like I always say, time is so precious. So yes, it's awful. But rather than feel depressed about it, rather than feeling anxiety, instead. Try to come up with a way to say, how do I feel uh, serene about this? How do I find serenity? And that is understanding, accepting those things I cannot change. I can't change the fact that the guy hit me. I got in an accident. I'm alive. I can't change this. I can't snap my finger and go back into time. So I can either be upset and ruin the next moments of my life, or I can be serene and accept what's going on and enjoy those times of my life. Mm -hmm. Okay? So that's the first part, the serenity. The next is the courage to change things you can. This is such a beautiful light, uh, line. The, you know, God grant me the courage to change things I can. So often what we end up doing is we see things that bother us. We see things that depress us, give us anxiety, scare us, sadden us, uh, anger us. And we know we can do something to change it. But for one reason or another, we choose not to. Okay, maybe it's like I, I'm afraid because if I try, I may fail. Uh, I'm afraid that if I if I try, someone's going to laugh at me. I, I, if I try, it could be the wrong path. You have to have the courage to try. If you don't try, then you live in uh, that anger of the thing that happened to you. You live in the uh, the thoughts of I could have done something different. Okay, and those kind of things just haunt you for the rest of your life. So find that when when something happens that angers you, and really it, it falls in line with everything. If something happens that makes you sad or you're afraid or you're angry, decide, ask yourself right away, is there something I can do to make this a better situation? Ask yourself that. If the answer is no, there is nothing I can do, then at least try to accept it. 
to find some peace. If there is something to do, then do it so that you can get to peace quicker. That's it. And then the last line is the wisdom to know the difference. Because sometimes we think we can change things we really can't. Or we think we can't change things that we really can't. See, so easy peasy. Easy peasy. It's that easy. So look at this. We could we could wrap up the entire year's show with just the serenity <laughs> prayer. That's it. And everybody's happy, and they live happily ever after, and everyone got warm porridge. Okay? <laughs> so that's beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> exactly. Right? All right. So uh, think of this. Are we letting too many things irritate, anger, and upset us? Yes. 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 Uh, why do we let our emotions control us? Because it's easier. Yes. Oh, I'm high-fiving you on that one. Right. (laughs) Why do we allow one bad incident to affect our entire day? Okay. I just, just that whole idea. There was somebody who broke it down. I can't remember what the math is uh, on how many seconds there are in the, in a day, but let's just go with the hours in a day. There's 24 hours in a day. And let's say you had $24 in front of you. you had $24. Okay, and someone comes by and takes one of your dollars. Okay, now, does that mean that you're going to take the other 23 and throw them away? No, I'm going to put it in my pocket yeah, so no ex- one takes it. All right, so you're going to hold those, right? But with anger, if we get angry because something happens in one of the hours of our 24 hours, what we end up doing is we allow that anger to affect the other hours in that day. Mm-hmm. All right, so what we do is we don't pocket those other $23 like you like you said you would do, which is a brilliant idea. Ah, thank you. Okay? Instead, what we do is we start throwing away those other dollars. We allow what happened to the first dollar to affect all the rest. And when you think about that, just in that in that whole idea, okay? Let's say uh it's Thanksgiving, Tiffany, and we all know how much you love to cook. Okay? <laughs> so you cook this this massive massive meal gorgeous meal all kinds of stuff right you have you have uh multiple turkeys because you have so many people coming over you have pumpkin pie you have mashed potatoes and my my special recipe of sweet potato casserole oh fantastic right you have two bowls of that because everyone's (laughs) asking for that you have some string bean casserole you have you have some uh, uh chocolate chip cookies and biscotti from lauren and baby joe all right i mean the table is filled it's beautiful and as you're setting the table and everything's wonderful and the people are about to come in, you drop the plate of uh, coleslaw. Ah, nuts. Right. You drop the table of coleslaw. So what do you do? Call the dogs over and they can eat it they off the They eat floor. the coleslaw and then that's it, right? And then do you go on with Thanksgiving? Yes, you do. Yes. All right. So what you did right there, what you did was you found the courage to change the things you can. I found the courage to call the dogs exactly. over and Exactly. And that's it. You floor. solved the problem. Too often, what we end up doing, though, is we say, I dropped the coleslaw, Thanksgiving is off. Call everyone and tell them they're not allowed to come over. We're done. Doesn't make any sense, right? Not at all. Not at all. And so when we think about something that bothers us, something that just just gets under our skin, let it, don't, don't, do not let it disrupt the rest of your day. Just let so, it go. Yeah, let it go. Like mm-hmm. a Like a Disney song. Okay, but we're not going to sing that because that's, you know, there's copyright laws. All right. So anyway, all right. So as everybody knows, uh, like I had said at the top of the hour, this is uh, Marty Jalove with Master Happiness. We're here right here on Bacon Bits on WRLR 98.3. And I am here every single Monday with my bestest buddy. 
And what we're here about is to help you navigate those paths of happiness. And so what we do is every week we give you the acronym BACON, B-A-C-O-N. Today we are talking about anger and how to temper a temper with bacon. So let's read through these five, okay. if you don't mind, Not Tiffany. at all. I, I'm so glad that you're so accepting of this. <laughs> all right, so B is breathe. Breathe and rhyme. All right? And you're going to love this when we get back to this, what, what I mean by rhyme. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. A, assert without hurt. Hmm. C, cognitive restructuring. I can see by your face you are excited about that one. <laughs> all right? Oh, opinions are like belly buttons. Okay. You like that one? Uh, and N, not you, say I. There you go. All righty. You love it? Love all right. It. And that's, that's our show for tonight, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, Tiffany wants a little explanation on all these and wants to help. Tiffany wants us all to understand these paths of happiness. So let's get to, let's get to this first one. Tiffany, when people are angry, all right, you've, uh, let's pretend that you were angry one day. All right, and the, somebody comes to you, okay, Tiffany, breathe. You know what? Yes. I know the answer to this one. What's it? Because I, I was taught this. When you get anxiety yep. or you're angry, yep. you breathe in for three, yep. you hold it for one, Boom. and you exhale for four. Nice. I love it. I love. And yes. don't, aren't you supposed to exhale through your, like your nose? or You breathe in through your nose, exhale, which way? You breathe in through your nose, exhale through your mouth, but you should breathe through your stomach. That's where, I guess, the belly button comes in. You have to breathe through your belly button? No, maybe that's it. All right. (laughs) No, we'll get to that later. But notice the breathing. Now, a lot of people go, oh, gosh, breathe. Yeah, I've been told that. It doesn't work. It does. Well, it it definitely does work. But what happens is we tell people, all right, just breathe and count to 10. And because it's the same thing over and over again, we always tell people, you're angry, breathe. You're angry, breathe. You're angry, breathe. Count to 10. After a while... Uh, the same old answer doesn't work because it kind of gets to you where you're going, I counted to 10, one, I hate you, two, you're making me crazy, three, stop, four, I cannot wait till I get to 10. And you don't, you're not really counting to calm down, all right? And you're not breathing properly. You're breathing heavier and heavier. I mean, because remember, when we get angry, we have a uh, physical change goes through our body. We get an adrenaline rush, uh, blood rushes to our our fists and our face, our muscles tighten up. I mean, everything changes with us. So breathing kind of calms us down. We've seen the Incredible Hulk, right? Uh, You see what happens. He gets angry. He turns into this giant, this green beast. All right, and he's got to calm down, and then he slowly calms down everything. It's all about the breathing. Okay, but we have found people cannot uh, just breathe sometimes. That's not enough for them to say, all right, I've, I'm, I've calmed down, I'm good. So what I tell people is to rhyme. And uh, I get the same response I'm getting from you. You're looking at me going, mm-hmm. what does that mean, to rhyme? And I said this, is let's say, Tiffany, you said something to me that annoyed me, something that you would say, which I can't even fathom what you could possibly say, <laughs> because you're like the little uh, Tinkerbell fairy princess around here that just sprinkles goodness. And so I couldn't imagine you spewing any anything negative. Mm. All right. Not to mention that I couldn't even accept anything negative from you. I wouldn't even understand it. Mm-hmm. All right. It would be like a foreign language. But we'll but, pretend I'll take my magic wand and I bopped you on the head. There you go. There, then I would be like, oh, are you wishing me good luck? But anyway, <laughs> let's just assume that I misinterpreted it and I took it as a bad thing and I got angry at you. 
So I'm angry, and I want to spew at you. I want to yell at you. I want to say something. Instead, take a moment, and this is what I want you to do. And I know this sounds crazy, and everyone out there is listening, and we're probably losing listeners, but listen. What I want you to do is think of your answer and try to make your answer rhyme. And this is why this is why I want you to do this. In order to make your answer rhyme, it engages the other side of your brain. Okay? We're very angry, and I want to yell at you. But if I say, go ahead and make it rhyme, you have to stop and you have to really think about this. Well, what's another word that rhymes with it? Even if you're even if you're even if the words that are rhyming with it are nasty, terrible words, you're gonna start making this poem. By the time you start working on it, you're going to start laughing at yourself because you're like, well, this is silly. I don't want to rhyme. I'm mad, and I want to yell at this person because I want this person to feel bad, and if I give them a poem, they're not going to feel bad. All right, so rhyming is another way for us to just uh, do a switch, a, uh, a switch in your brain where you're switching from the left side to the right side of your brain and just saying relax a little bit. It's more than just a deep breath. It's more than just counting to 10. It does the exact same thing, but it buys you a little extra time. It's that slap in the face of going, why are you angry? Okay. You know the, the saying of don't, don't cry over spilled milk, right? So uh, a little kid spills the milk, and he starts screaming like, oh, my God, I can't believe I spilled the milk. This is awful. And you have to stop and say, wait a second. You know, snap your fingers and go, it's milk, Okay. The glass is up here. I can pour more milk in there, and it's all okay. And so sometimes we just need that little reality slap to say, why are we overreacting on some things that, again, it's something we cannot change, or it is something we can change, and we choose to. All right? So the rhyming here is uh, just a way to take a deeper breath, not only a deeper breath, not only a momentary stop in your thought process, but also it uh, switches your brain activity. And if somebody's mad at you and they're, they're about to yell, just go, you know what? I know I upset you. I know you're very mad at me. You're about to say something, but I, pre- I would appreciate it if your response rhymed. Okay? <laughs> and we will get to that when we get to the O on the power. We'll talk more about the power okay. of that, the power of that. Are you buying any of that, Tiffany? I, actually, I am. Okay. Good, good. I am. I, I like, actually, I am, actually, as opposed am. to, you know, we've been doing this for like over six months, Marty, and finally, there's something you said <laughs> that I am actually <laughs> buying. <laughs> okay, and because it's not so much about them actually rhyming, it's, a, it's about them taking a moment and putting more thought to their response. Yeah. That's all it is. And right. get your, your heart rate down. Exactly. So that's B. Now, A is assert without hurt. The idea here is, the goal is to make a point, okay? If I am angry at you, and let's use the uh, the example of road rage. That's a perfect example. I'm so glad you said it. Uh, when I assert my reaction, my assertion is to make a point. Like, I want to yell at this person and let them know that they cut me off in traffic and it upset me. And now I am upset, so I want to let them know that they upset me. So... Giving them the finger, drive speeding up on them, uh, tail you know tailgating them, <laughs> driving right on on their butt, uh, flashing your lights, putting the high beams in their mirrors, okay, <laughs> Z- zipping next to them, cutting them off, flashing them yeah. high beams. That, all right, all right, you know what? <laughs> you should just see what Tiffany just did. All right, so anyway, so <laughs> all kinds of things here. So um, 
All those things are ways of asserting, but you're you're doing it with too much violence. Assert yourself. In other words, try to explain, hey, you, you know, you hurt my feelings here. You know, don't be timid. Don't be don't allow someone's anger to push you down. Don't let them become the boss of you, right? Uh, what you want to do is you still want to assert yourself and say, you know what, I don't deserve to be treated that way. You're giving them the control of your feelings. Boom, boom. I am telling you, there's somebody who's listening to this show every Monday. All right. And so assert yourself, but do not do it with hurt. Do not try to say, oh, you hurt me, so I'm going to hurt you back even even harder. Okay. Now, I'm going to share a Baby Joe story, a short one, because I know how much you love Baby Joe. I do like Baby Joe. Yeah, exactly. One day day he's going to come on the show, and you're going to realize you don't like him at all. Okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) Anyway, Baby Joe is my little brother. and uh, He's a fireman and rescues people. Yes, exactly. And he's a hero to the world. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> Baby Joe always reminds me of that when he would hit me as a little kid. He was four <laughs> years old. And he would hit me. Uh, I would hit him back harder. And part of the reason I would hit him back harder was because I'm like, you hit me, I'm going to hit you back harder so that you don't hit me again. So you know how it feels. Right. Well, not only not only do you know how it he was four years younger than me. So imagine he's a four-year-old and I'm an eight-year-old. He hits me. I'm hitting him back. I'm twice as old at, him at that age. I'm hitting him a lot harder than he could possibly hit me. I don't know. He might be stronger than no, you he's at not. four. He's, he's, he's a weakling. So he's <laughs> a good swimmer. That's all he's got going for him. So um, anyway... So the deal here is, as a child, I used my anger. I would assert myself in order to hurt. I was trying to hurt him. I was trying to make him feel pain more than he gave me. And it's so funny because even to this day, he'll go, oh, don't hit Marty, you know, because he'll try to hit you back harder. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, there's Joe not letting anything go. Okay, <laughs> so... <laughs> So um, it was just last week. He's saying that it's ex- eight and four. It was exactly, just exactly. So um, anyway, the the point I'm trying to make here is when you assert yourself, assert it in a positive way. You remember when we want to end anger, we don't want to feed anger. So we we fight fire with fire, according to Baby Joe. Uh, you're you're not supposed to fight fire with fire. You fight fire with water, or fight fire with foam, or whatever they fight fire with. Uh, and when we fight anger, we want to fight anger with something more positive. We want to fight it with love. You want to fight it with compassion. You want to fight it with understanding. You don't want to fight it with anger because then it never ends. You're angry at me, and I come back and I'm angry at you. Then you're going to come back angry at me. And we and it will go on and on and on, and we will be like the Hatfields and McCoys 16 generations later and not even understand what we're fighting about. Mm. So assert yourself. Stand up for yourself. Do not let somebody put you down. But do it with compassion and love and understanding so that you will uh, turn those feelings around. All right. Is that good for you? Good for me. You loving it? Loving it. All right. So here we go. C is cognitive restructuring. Mm -hmm. All right. There we go. So all that means is changing the way that we think. All of this comes down to the way that we think, the way that we grew up. uh, Children fight Children respond anger to anger because that's how they're learning. And they learn that uh, somebody hurt me, I'm going to hurt them back. And then they learn, oh, when I hurt that person back, they don't want to play with me anymore. So maybe when they hurt me, I will try to be a little nicer. I will try to understand where they're coming from. And this happens through maturity. 
And at different stages of our life, as we're growing up, we learn more and more and more about that to the point that you see successful partnerships, marriages, business partners, anything, parents and children. When one person hurts the other person, successful communication comes up with, wow, I must have done something pretty bad for you to act that way to purposely try to hurt me. Okay. When you're ready, I'd like to talk a little bit more about this so we can get to the the bottom point because I know that you would not want to hurt me like you just did. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the better way to handle anger. And that can only be done by adults. And so if you find yourself answering anger with more anger, it is time for a little cognitive restructuring, changing the way that you think. Think about this and, and ask yourself, when have you ever uh, encountered anger and answered it back with more anger, okay, that it solved the problem? When have you spilled milk and screamed and yelled and it fixed the problem? When have you missed a promotion at work and you got home and kicked the dog and that solved the problem, okay? Anger is a necessary evil that is part of us. And anger allows us, gives us strength to assert ourselves and to protect ourselves from certain things. But what happens is we sometimes allow anger to control us too much. Okay? Mm -hmm. In situations, we just sit here and we say, this situation is beyond my control and I choose to be angry right now. And you can be a little angry for a little bit of time, but understand what's happening. Understand and then get to a point to say, do I want to end the anger? We go back to the serenity prayer. Is it something I can change? Okay. Uh, if I can't change it, then I can't change it. There's nothing I can do about it. Find some some peace. If I can change it, then give me the courage. Okay, use that anger. Turn that anger into the courage in order to get things done. Okay? Okay. Awesome. You're loving it? Loving it. Everything's perfect? Perfect. Excellent. No reason you're not getting angry at me? No, not Excellent. at all. All right, good, good, because, you know, it, that would be really cool if, if for some reason I said something that angered you. Well, this I'm, would be a, the appropriate show. Yeah, and then I'd be trying to come up with a poem. There you go. I would force you to, to <laughs> rhyme it. Right, exactly. Maybe a rap. I just picture you as a more of a rapper, right? <laughs> all right. Yo. Yo, there you go. <laughs> I think we need more than just a yo, but but you know what? That's a great start. All right, so, oh, opinions are like belly buttons, okay? What I'm saying about that is they seem, everyone's got them, right? They seem useless, but they're just fun to say, okay? <laughs> Don't you just love to say, the, to say belly button? Belly button. Belly button. Go on, you say it. Belly button. See, it's just fun to say. I mean, even navel. It's, it's even that sounds just fun. I, I don't is navel the actual anatomical name for it. Uh, I'm sure belly button is not. Yes, there there you go. But it is fun to say. And so what I mean by this is opinions. Everyone's got an opinion. Everyone has an opinion on everything. Too often we hear too many of these opinions, right? <laughs> Whether we want to hear these or not, uh, it's like people walking around showing them showing off your belly button. I don't really want to see everybody's belly button. I don't want to hear everyone's opinion, right? But you might want to see some people's belly button. Uh, exactly. I, I go out of my way to look for look for certain belly buttons. <laughs> In other words, look for other opinions. All right. Uh, they sometimes, a uh, belly button just seems useless sometimes, right? But obviously there's some use for them. Some, some opinions make sense. I mean, if I didn't have a belly button, where would I keep all this lint, right? 
So, uh, and on top of it, uh, belly buttons, it's just fun to say. In other words, sometimes my opinion, whether someone's going to listen to it or not, I like to say it. I like to give my opinion because I like to air my thought. I like to hear myself talk because then I can say, oh, that was a good thought. Okay, so that's what I mean by that. But mostly, the whole idea of saying opinions are like belly buttons, and some people might might say, well, I heard a slightly different phrase. Opinions are like something else that everybody has. But uh, that's okay. I'm just going to stick with the belly buttons. Uh, the idea here is adding humor. It's just having fun with it. It's the same thing when we said with uh, breathe and rhyme. Is one of the strongest emotions we have, one of the strongest abilities we have as humans one of the things that separates us from animals is, uh, it's not the belly button. No. Nope. It's, no, no. What separates us is our ability to laugh at ourselves, to uh, to understand that we make mistakes and to accept it and to, and to just, to be silly and goofy and to say, why are you being so angry over something so silly? Let's, it doesn't really matter. Like, this happened and now it's over. Okay. Uh, that's what's so important. And that's why I wanted to put that kind of humor thing in the B, in breathe and rhyme, and also in the O, opinions are like belly buttons. Because I really truly believe that if we can add more humor in the right way, in the right way, I mean, obviously, if somebody's really angry at you and they're yelling and you're saying, hey, here's a funny joke, they may not be ready for it. But I do want you to um, do want all and of if you, us. If they're angry and you laugh at them because you oh. don't understand their, why they're angry, yes. that could even tick them yes. off more. That is, yeah, that is not humor. That is just being mean. You should tell the story, if you could say it really quick, you had told me, which cracked me up. Which was? The golf club. Oh, okay, yes. All right, so yeah, the golf club was, was really cool. So I had uh, brother-in-laws of mine many, many years ago. I was uh, dating... Uh, my wife at the time, oh, I was dating the woman who was going to be my wife at the time, and I had just got to know her two of her brothers. So they invited me to golf with them, and I'm not that much of a golfer. I mean, I swing the clubs, I hit the ball and stuff like that. Sometimes it goes in the hole, whatever. But I just go out, like everything, just to go out and have a good time. So anyway, I'm golfing with them, and they had one more uh, guy with them, a cousin or something like this. And this was Mike, Matt, and Tom. All right, so... We were out there, and we're playing, and I just got to know them. And Mike was the older brother, and he was kind of a hothead. He was just like, you know, Mr. Right, and everything had to go his way and stuff like this. And he was just a man's man kind of guy. And he's a pretty good golfer out of the group. And out of the four, I was probably the worst golfer, but I didn't care. I was having a good time. And we get close to the green on one of the holes, and Mike's got his wedge, and he goes to chip the ball up there and hits a terrible, terrible shot, Right takes that wedge and is so angry and he throws it into the woods. You know, just insane where I sit there, this guy just lost his cool completely where I'm thinking, wow, this is a person who just let anger take over so much. Now, keep in mind that I had just met them. I mean, this is a big thing that here I'm going golfing with them, right? And uh, so I go, Mike, you just threw that club in there. And Matt and Tom are like, Marty, shut up, shut up. No, Marty, leave him alone. And he's like, yeah, I threw my club in the woods. And I go, so you just, you don't want that club? And Matt and Tom are like, Marty, really, he is he is explosive. Just ignore him. Just walk away from him. Because they're like, he's going to hit you. All right, this is how angry this guy was. 
And I go, no, Mike, Mike, I just want to know. So you don't want that club anymore? He goes, no, I don't want that club anymore. And he's just like getting angry and angry. Like he doesn't understand why I'm questioning him, why he's going through this. And I go, so if I run out in the woods and I find it, can I have that club? And he goes, what, what? And all three of them are staring at me like, what are you talking about? And I go, can I have the club? If I can find it, can I have the club? And he goes, I don't care. Take the, take the club. Like it's a useless club. It doesn't do anything for me. So I start running towards the woods to go get the club. <laughs> And I stop halfway, and I turn around. I go, so I go get this club. It's my club. You're not going to take it back. He goes, no, it's your club. It's your club. And I go, so it's my club. I go, if you broke my club, you owe me a brand new club, right? And there was that hesitation, that break of of that that anger that was in him where he, he was so confused. He didn't know what. And then everyone just broke up laughing. Everyone just thought it was hilarious. They just started laughing. And that's what I mean. If you can do that, if you can make that happen and break that tension, but you've got to do it right. Um, <laughs> or you you're going to get a club right. upside yeah, your exactly. head. <laughs> well, that's why I, I ran away a little bit closer to the woods. And then I told the punchline. Okay. So that's what's so important is being able to do that is breaking that tension. And also understanding that when somebody is so angered, their uh, their mind is focused on something. It's razor focused on something. And usually anything else that jumps in there is like collateral damage. And that's where you get sucked into it. So sometimes if you see somebody who's really, really angry, let's say you see a crazy angry dog, sometimes it's better to stay away from the dog. All right? Because the dog is angry right now at something right then and there. And if you get in the way, then they they take that anger out on you. And so it's very possible this Mike, this guy Mike, when I first met, he could have gotten really upset with me. Who knows? But I was far enough away from him and I was laughing and... So, uh, you know, I probably had funny-looking pants because oh. I was golfing. Oh, so it all worked out. It so, was. I yes. love that story. That's yes. a good story. All right. So let's uh, let's go to letter N after this. N. Okay? And that is not you, say I. Not you, say I. So in other words, when I am angry or when I am responding to someone who's angry, and keep in mind, all of this that we're going through uh, covers both sides. If something happens that angers me, don't respond really quick. Remember, we're going to breathe. We're going to try to rhyme, uh, take our time in order to uh, to come up with what we're going to say. Belly button. Yep. There you go. <laughs> perfect. That's it. <laughs> Next time you're angry, if you can't rhyme, just say belly button. <laughs> All right. Perfect. And I think you got to put a like, uh, like belly, belly button. Belly button. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Now, see, it sounds funnier. It works better. <laughs> All right. So whenever you're angry, just go belly button. All right. Um, so... <laughs> When when you are talking with somebody, you know, this this whole all this list goes through. If I'm angry, take some time, think about what I'm going to say. But also if somebody's angry and they come to me, don't respond with anger. Come back. The idea here is we talk about when I say not you, say I. Talk about me. Talk about uh what we're gonna say is how you made me feel, not what you did wrong. All right, so you're turning the, the thing around. Somebody says uh, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic. You don't say, hey, you cut me off in traffic. You say, you know what, uh, you scared me when you did that. When you, you know, uh, shot out in front of me like that, you frightened me. I almost lost control of my car. I might become late for work. All right, you explain yourself. You talk about yourself because the more you talk about yourself in that regard, you start to start uh, analyzing what is causing you to feel the way you're feeling. Instead of saying, hey, you cut me off. What is wrong with you? 
Why are you driving that way? You continue to be angry because you're thinking all about him, and you don't know why that person cut you off. But instead, if you talk about yourself, you talk about the I, you're going to say, you cut me off, and and uh, you scared me. I got scared. Uh, I might be late for work. I almost lost track of my um, uh, control of my car. Those kind of things. You speak about that, then suddenly you're you're identifying why I'm angry, why my response, and my response then becomes a little bit cooler. Okay? You liking that? Makes sense. All right. Now, all of this is really, really is is difficult to do, especially if something happens and it angers you, because too often we want to jump into this so quickly and just respond. We want to jump down someone's throat. We want to just choke them. You know, we want to yell at them, and it's very difficult but what I urge everyone to do is take baby steps. Take one little step at a time. Little baby steps. Yeah, exactly. Make a little bit of a twist, a little bit of a change. And then each time you do that, things get a little bit better and a little bit easier and a little bit easier. And before you know it, people's tent, it'll seem like people are get, uh, it's more difficult for them to get you angry. Not that they've changed, but you've changed. Hmm. And that's what's so important. And that is, again, that is how you temper your own temper. Okay, because we can't remember, Tiffany, how many times have we said it? Uh, We can't change the people around us. We can nudge them. We can only change ourselves. We can change the way that we react to certain things. And uh, oftentimes those reactions are spontaneous and unconscious. And we can say, well, I can't change that. That's 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 my initial reaction. What we can change is to say, I've got the, the initial reaction. But am I going to shout? Am I going to yell? Am I going to think about this? Am I going to try to take a deep breath and just postpone it momentarily so that we are in control of our emotions, not that our emotions are in control of us? Belly button. There you go. There you go. So I'm going to to repeat this one more time, the serenity prayer, because I think it's so, so important. Okay? It's grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. Give me the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I mean, I love writing pretty words, but it don't get much prettier than that. Nope. Right? Right? Pretty so good. Talking about pretty words, oh, Tiffany, boy. what have you got here? Tiffany's pulling out her encyclopedia of well, quotes here. I don't have that much, oh, and we you're... still have some time. <laughs> oh, we're fine. I wanted to give you plenty of time, because I know you've got a lot to say about this. Oh, boy. Come on, Tiff. Okay. You, I know you got something hidden in there. Pull out, pull up, look, at. she's reaching on the top shelf while she's going to the top shelf of the encyclopedia here at the WRLR library. Okay. Here she goes. The best remedy. Remedy? Remedy. Oh, this could be, we may run out of time. The remedy. (laughs) Is there a D in that word? Um, There is. Oh, well, this is probably a silent D. See, we're speaking from different, from the book of Lloyd. Okay. (laughs) So. Okay. for a short temper is a long walk. Go take a long walk if you're upset. I like that. Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. That's that's the best remedy. <laughs> right. You said that pretty good. Because I, I, I wouldn't be able to repeat what I just said, no. but you, you repeated it pretty good. I'm afraid now it's going to stick there. I know, right? <laughs> I also have a problem with Tylenol. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, they're not a sponsor, so it's okay. Okay, good. The secrets of change is focus all your energy not on fighting the old but building on the new. Okay. 
I like that. That's pretty good. You're right. Yeah. Don't fight the old. Don't don't don't. Let's not dwell on the things that happen. We learn from those things, right? But we want to continue fighting forward. Enjoy the day, and build a bit a better future. Okay, I'm loving it. Yeah. I was looking at something else. Okay. I thought I I don't know what you're doing over there. I know. Lost, I don't even know what I'm Tiffany doing. For, we, we lost, lost Tiffany for a moment. Okay. Okay, but she's back. I well, not necessarily. Okay. Anger is only the thing that you should put off until tomorrow. Stop and think before you speak. Your words cut deeper than any sword ever will. Oh, that's nice too. Do you have do you actually have a uh, a real author to that one? Um, Lloyd. <laughs> Of course. Actually, See, it didn't have anyone on there. But you know what? That one is... Read that one one more time, Tiffany. Really? Yes. Come on. That's a good one, Please Tiffany. Okay. It, it doesn't have Remini in it, so you're okay. <laughs> okay. That's funny. Okay. Oh, here we go again. Belly button. <laughs> anger, uh, anger is the only thing you should put off until tomorrow. Stop. Think before you speak. Your words cut deeper than any sword ever will. Beautiful, beautiful. The reason I wanted you to repeat that. Because you didn't understand the first time. No, no, I understood it perfectly. (laughs) No, I wanted everyone out there to listen to it a second time because it's so important, especially in today's day and age when we live on social media, all right, and people say uh, stupid things on social media, right? Yeah, they do. They, They really do. And the reason they do it is because they have this knee-jerk reaction. They say, this thing bothered me, so I'm going to say this. And they forget that they are not whispering it in the ear of a friend. They are shouting it out to the world. And they type it out, and it could be later on they read this and go, oh, oh my goodness, I really said that? Okay, it's too late. Now what's worse is somebody says something, and then someone responds Oftentimes, people respond immediately. Yes. And they they, go, oh, yeah? Well, blah, 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 blah. Okay. The smartest people, what they do... Is they write belly button. They write belly button, and they make their answer (laughs) rhyme. Okay. Uh, Which there aren't... I don't think there's many words that rhyme with belly button. All right. We'll throw that out to the audience. Anyone in the audience who can come up with a rhyming word for belly button uh, will get a free uh, Starbucks at any... uh, Starbucks coffee at any Starbucks that will give you one. Okay. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. when you think about this. Boy, look is, at all those calls coming yeah, in. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. All right. So anyway, uh, what I'm saying is that what we need to do is we need the smart people listen to this and they take their time. They they read through this. They say to themselves, okay, is the person who's writing this, where are they coming from? What was their intent in writing this? Were they upset about something? Is something else upsetting them and they got to this? Is uh, is something else making them mad? Is something else making them sad? Are they afraid of something? What is bothering them that they voice this opinion in this way in this open forum? So that's the first thing. Then the second thing is to say, let me think about what my response is going to be. And they put some time to it. And then once they put some time to it, then they go ahead and write a response, an intelligent response. But all of it's done with time. This is what your what your what your quote is all about. With social media, too often what we do is we shout out an answer, and then someone else, you know, we shout out something saying, uh, you know, I hate the color blue, and someone else comes back, green is awful. Okay, I don't like anyone who likes this, and we're we're shouting back and forth, 
without putting any thoughts to it. I have a, um, a Tiffany story. Let's hear it. Okay. When I was in high school, I was babysitting. Okay. So I would babysit for this family. And I was so angry that um, the, the mother that I was babysitting for um, wanted me to clean up after her kids. Even okay. though instead of having the kids clean up after them, she, so I was really angry. So I wrote this letter. And um, about how I didn't want to babysit for her anymore, and I was I was really angry. And my mom told me she goes, "Tiff, read the letter. Do not give it to her right away. Wait right. until the next day. Reread the letter, and if you still want to send it or if you want to rewrite it, go ahead. But there you do go. not send it now and reread it over and over because you're going to say something that you regret." Correct. And I did, and I never, I I told her I didn't want to babysit anymore, but I didn't write the letter that I was so angry about. But my mom told me, do not send that. Wait some time and reread the letter. Those moms, yep. they're the smart ones, they right? They're the smart ones. Exactly. So thank goodness we all have them. Okay. Uh, we learn those things from them. Uh, and, it's, and, and she was absolutely right. Yep. Take some time to think about it. All right, breathe, make it rhyme, say belly button a couple of times, okay? <laughs> That's the whole idea. I mean, as we covered everything here, it was that breathe, assert without hurt, change the way we think, opinions are like belly buttons, <laughs> and don't. it's not about you. Let me talk about me. And with that, Tiffany, I think we're going to try to say goodbye. Okay. Well, good night. Good night to you. Keep and smiling. You got it.